Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heavenbound podcast family. Jumpstart number 2809, first written March 26, 2021. Exodus chapter 5, verse 1. And afterward, Moses and Aaron came and said to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may celebrate a feast to me in the wilderness. More than 50 years ago, which seems like a lifetime ago, Time Magazine posed a question on the cover of their magazine. The year was 1966. There was a war on in Vietnam. The public was tired of the war. Young people were told to tune in, turn on, and drop out. Hippies were protesting. Rock and roll was king. Civil rights movement was growing. Old and out-of-touch politicians had no clue as how to reach a growing dissatisfaction among the young people. Tensions were high. And Time Magazine, in bold letters across the cover, asked, Is God dead? Some wondered. Others saw a decline in mainstream religion. Theologians across the country were wondering how to make God more relevant in an increasingly secular world. Is God dead? Now, all these years later, here we are, and God remains. Modern church has given up on the simplistic pattern of the New Testament to draw crowds in. Church leaders have turned preachers into entertainers and worship into sideshows. Giving people what they want may keep the doors open, but it never provides what the people need. Feeding our appetites cannot solve the war within our hearts. Moses was sent by the Lord to face Pharaoh, the greatest leader in the time and in those times. The message was not based upon a bargain. Here's what God will do for you if you'll do this for the Lord. No promises of blessings and good times if he would do what God wanted. None of that. Thus says the Lord is how our verse reads. God's not asking for your permission. God's not saying please. God's not meeting you halfway. There's no compromising here. God said, let my people go. Do what I say. What was what has been missing for the past generation is an understanding of thus saith the Lord, an understanding that God is in charge. God has all authority. There's no meeting halfway, bargaining, or cutting a deal with the Lord. Our times has lost the reverence and respect for the Lord. Job learned the hard way that we are not in a position to argue, question, or even debate God. We cannot say anything we want to God. We cannot throw every emotion we feel at him. Our one famous writer encourages readers to scream and shout and point your finger at God. That writer missed it. He missed the meaning of Job. He missed the understanding of God. Now some thoughts for us. First, God does not answer to us. He is not accountable to us. He does not have to tell us why he does what he does. He does not have to get our approval. God is the Lord of heaven and earth. The earth is the Lord's, not ours. When God declares, it comes from his position, his authority, and his right. Yet down on earth, people are crying out, what about our rights? Equality on earth is not the same thing as equality in heaven. God is the potter, we are the clay. The church is not a democracy run by the will of the people. Secondly, Pharaoh learned tragically that he could not stand eye-to-eye and toe-to-toe with the Lord. Plague after plague crippled and humiliated Pharaoh. His gods were shown to be worthless and powerless. Pharaoh was at the hand of God, and he could not escape. In the end, when the walls of the Red Sea came crashing down upon his powerful army, they all died. Third, the theologians of the 1960s, and even today, are missing it when they even raise that question, Is God dead? A much better question to ponder would be, is man alive? And in many ways, the answer is no. 
So many live like animals. So many live just day to day with no thought about the eternal. Most live as if there is no God, even though he blesses them and shows his existence and is willing to forgive them every single day. The troubles in life are not a question about God's existence. They're a reflection of man's sinfulness and the lack of interest in God. Fourth, the way we connect our hearts back to God is not by changing God in worship, but rather by presenting God as he truly is. He is holy. He is powerful. He's magnificent. He's mighty. He's merciful. He's relevant. It's not God that needs to be changed. It's us. It's not making God more practical. It's making us more useful in his kingdom. There are times for pure, solid Bible teaching. There are times for the hope through the scriptures. These are the times for God's people to stand up and step up and be lights in the world. These are those times. Thank you for listening.